Good morning, Elizabeth. Morning, Scotty. How are you? Very good. Welcome to a Liz and Scotty's party. That is Elizabeth Dusenberg Del Grasso. My name is Scotty Cox uh, from today's best country, Clear 99. And uh, if you are listening to this the day that we are recording it, we will wish you a, a happy April Fool's Day. If you are listening to this after uh, the day that we are recording it, you might want to take some notes because we got some great ideas for April Fool's jokes today. Yeah, we did. I was so impressed. I took notes myself. So many good ones. And there, there's some classics, some stuff we had never heard of, but they were all really, really good. And Liz and I talked about this yesterday off the air. My theory on April Fool's Day jokes on the radio is generally I do not do them. We have not traditionally done them on Clear 99. Um, and a lot of radio stations do, and they turn out really, really funny. But it's just always been one of those, I, I just always feel like there's a level of embarrassment there that I don't want to embarrass people. Um, so we've always kind of stayed away from them. However, we will ruin it for other people <laughs> by warning people that it is April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. And and I felt comfortable with that again this year because you said you're kind of in that camp too. You're, you're not a big prankster. Yeah, I like watching people get pranked. I'm right. just not into like being a part of the joke one way or the other. All right. So we opened up the phones uh, for people to call in with good ones that they have either pulled or have been pulled on them. And I'm telling you, just really, really good stuff this morning. I'm great. How are you guys? Good. You got a good April Fool's joke for us? Oh, yeah. I, I still talk about it to this day with with a lot of friends. My freshman year went to Mizzou, and uh, we were in the dorm. And my freshman year, my roommate, his parents came up, uh, and I didn't think anything of it, but it was April 1st, and they got to, to our room. Just, just normally having normal conversation. They're like, oh, by the way, you know, we don't want to, you know, impose it all, but we did decide to, you know, pull the trigger and we're actually going to move. And like, he's like, oh my gosh. And um, they showed them the brochure of the place that they were moving to. And it was, it's, it is on basically a block off campus. Oh. They were from out of state. They're like, we're going to move. We want to be close to you. And uh, they had him going the full day. He thought his parents were moving in. Uh, basically ruined his college experience. That is so good. Uh, he was freaking out. I mean, they didn't they didn't let up, and we didn't even I didn't even think of it because I forgot it was April first, right? And it was right off of campus, and so they were hanging out with us, and they were trying to be buddy buddies with us the whole time during that day, and thinking how great, telling us how great it was going to be. You know, we're going to all the bars and the games together and everything. Yeah, and. Uh, my roommate freaked out. I mean, he was—he looked like he was going to drop out of school. I was going to say, I bet your roommate had applications for other schools <laughs> pulled up on his computer by the end of the day. Oh, he was, I mean, he really was saying, like, not to their face, but to me, he's like, I can't do this. My parents are crazy. He's like, my parents are crazy. They really will do this. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Hi. So I had just moved into my house with my husband um, before we had gotten married. And I wasn't even thinking about what day it was. We just wake up. We're doing some chores. My husband wraps the spray nozzle of the kitchen sink with a rubber band so that when I went to go do the dishes, all of the water sprayed out at me instead of into the sink. And I couldn't get out of it. I didn't know where the water was coming from. I didn't know how to turn it off. I just... (laughs) Like ran away and water just sprayed all over the kitchen as he's like filming me and laughing at me and I was just like it was so funny I wasn't even mad but I was just 
<laughs> that's that's a classic, but but it's a classic because it's so good and so simple, right? Yes, I didn't even couldn't even imagine that's a thought in someone's brain, though. <laughs> good morning. I have another April Fool's joke for you that goes along with the kitchen sink. Okay. So my 11 year old son didn't wrap the rubber band around the faucet, but he taped a coin underneath it. So when I turned it on, it all sprayed out in all directions, all over the kitchen. Oh no! Did that just leave such a mess? It did. It was everywhere because the coin just dispersed it every direction, 360, all the way around. So it was on the back of the sink, the counters, me, the floor. It went everywhere. It was worse than the rubber band around the sprayer. <laughs> How long did it take you to figure it out? Just a couple seconds because he was standing behind me with a big old grin on his face. <laughs> I believe I'm getting April Fool's today because my entire office staff has called in sick. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> and I was really panicking until you reminded me on the radio that today was April Fool's. So I'm hoping when I get to work today, they're all there. I was going to say, I hope you don't pull up to an empty building, man. Because my office happens to be a high school. Oh. oh, no. So kids will be really uh, eventful the day if my office staff is not there when I get there. It's either going to be April Fool's Day or you've got your hands full. <laughs> yes. So, but thank you for the, uh, <laughs> the heads up. Well, after 10 o'clock, if you need some substitute teachers, you got Scotty and I, okay? Uh, I, will be, I will be calling and you can bring D-Rose with you. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. There you go. Thanks, Bye-bye. So I, I was probably 15. And um, I really started to hit the age where I started to test my mom, um, and so I decided this year, that year, that I was going to te- I was going to play a full joke on my mom. So this was last minute, of course, and I decided I was going to prank her by uh, putting a bunch of stuff on her car. Um, and so I don't know why I decided to use I used baby lotion and baby powder on her windshield. As that did not turn out very well for me. Oh. Um, my mom could not get it off with the hose. And so here I was at 7 o'clock before school washing my mom's windshield because she had to go to work and um, it was greasy. <laughs> what made you decide those two products for the windshield? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I, I really want to say that my mom was, we were almost out of kitchen, like the dish soap in the kitchen. And so I was like, man, I got to figure out something to make this baby powder stick. <laughs> and so I guess lotion was just my, my idea at that time, but it did not go well for me. Hey, good morning. I got an April Fool's thing for you. Let's have it. Uh, my wife and I were going to go visit our parents out of state. They live in one of the adjoining states uh, one weekend. And she said, hey, why don't we play the April Fool's joke on your parents and tell them we're going to have a baby? <laughs> and so we get we get to our parents' house, and we're getting ready to leave on Sunday to come back. And she says, oh, by the way, we've got some news. And we broke the news. My parents were uh, stunned uh, because we had talked about not having kids. And so they're happy. <laughs> and uh, then as we let it go on for a little while. And then uh, I was feeling bad because now they're all happy, and we're not going to have a baby. Oh, no. So we're getting ready to leave. And my wife says, actually, the April Fool's Day joke's on you. She said, I am pregnant. <gasps> So we're over the moon happy now, all of us, and we have a little girl named April. Oh my gosh, I just got chills. That's so cute. <laughs> so best best April Fool's Day joke turned out not to be a joke, but we've got a little <laughs> April to prove it. That is perfect. So good. Thank you so much for sharing that. Hey, you 
You want a Liz and Scotty coffee cup? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that would uh, that turned into our uh, our call of the week. We started doing either a call or a text of the week, just randomly picking uh, good ones and giving away a Liz and Scotty coffee cup. And we got to realizing, hey, it's Friday and we haven't done it yet. So uh, thought uh, having a a baby girl named April as part of an April Fool's Day joke earned a coffee cup. So thank I you would so love much. to hear that story. Like them telling the little girl April about it one day. How oh, cute would that be? That is. That's a, a neat legacy to yeah. kind of carry along with you. Another funny text message that stood out to Liz. We had, you got the one about the keys there handy. Oh, yeah. the- <laughs> Becky texted because she said one year she pulled this prank on one of her coworkers. She bought 50 random keys and put her coworker's phone number on them. And she just dropped them everywhere. And then this coworker was getting so many phone calls about his lost keys. So good. And it ended up where he was getting a little irritated. <laughs> so he went to their boss and asked, okay, can we do like a handwriting comparison? Because I got to figure out who pulled this prank on me. He sounded bitter, didn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah. So good. So thank you so much for uh, sharing all of those stories. We uh, really appreciate you guys participating the way that you always do. Another fun little moment earlier this week, uh, Liz was telling me something that she experienced off the air. And it gave me an opportunity just to give her a hard time, which, as we know, that's that's part of the job. If you're going to be a co-host here on the morning show, you have to take some of my grief. Mm-hmm. Let's just start from the beginning. Okay. Say, what, what was it that you experienced whenever it was, this week or last week? Yeah, it was last week. I went to go see an energy reader. And I walked in not fully believing, like, whatever they practice. It was my friend's grandma. And so I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, do it for fun. Right. And she started it off. You, like, lay on this table. And she said that I'm going to, like, harness your energy and push it back inside of your body. And when she did that, I felt this immense relief. Like, this wave of comfort go over me. I'm like, okay. This will be interesting. And it was about 45 minutes and it was just really calming. She was able to feel like on her body where I was hurting and she pointed it out without me saying anything. So I walked away going, maybe this isn't all hokey pokey. How did you describe it when you, before you even told me the story, you said... Kind of hippy dippy. <laughs> <laughs> so of course I took the opportunity uh, to give her a hard time and started talking about her going to see a voodoo queen or a <laughs> yeah. witch doctor and kind of uh, took that angle on it. But not surprisingly, Liz got support from the Clear Ninety Nine mm-hmm. listeners. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you doing? Good. I do believe in the Reiki. If that's what uh, Liz went to. Okay, wait. Reiki. That's like the official name Ooh, of it, or I whatever. Like it. Yeah, that's what we call it um, at my job. So okay. we also do some Reiki healing on some patients as well. Okay, can you explain it a little bit further to us? I explained it in yeah. layman's terms to Scotty. Yeah, so it's like a it's a light force energy healing. So it opens the body up for healing. You did a very good job explaining it. Oh, good. Okay. Um, we don't provide any healing as well to the patient, but it just allows their body to do more healing on its own, to open it up and give it the space that it needs. Okay. And there's a lot of, like... You can clear chakras and do a lot of really cool stuff with it as well. It's really fun. And once somebody performs Reiki on like you, they're also like healing themselves as well as they're doing the Reiki for you. That's why this 80-year-old woman looked 60 years old because 
Every time she heals somebody else, she's healing herself, right? Yes, very true, yes. Is there some sort of training for this, or is it, you know, you're just born with it, or what? No, you can take um, a Reiki training class. You can do, you can train to be Reiki to do it on yourself, and then you can train to do Reiki too to do it on other people, and then you can become a Reiki master um, and be a Reiki three. Ooh. You want to be a Reiki master, Liz? I kind of (laughs) do. You should. There are several uh, people in our community who provide Reiki services here in Columbia and Jeff City. And people who do this are a lot healthier, aren't they? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. What's your first name? Taylor. Taylor, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Yep. Have a good day. Not only that, but after... I told the story. We got so many text messages asking about who I saw and if they could have her phone number right. because everybody wanted to try it. Yeah. <laughs> and just to be clear, too, I, I came clean when we were talking about it the other day. I, I, I do believe there are healing forces within our body that we do not understand. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going to stop me from giving Liz <laughs> a hard time about it and making fun. But uh, I absolutely do some of that. I don't know, the the spa type, zen-like, all of the, you know, meditation. I mean, I I practice a form of meditation and all that. So I was giving you a hard time, but I do believe, you know, my upbringing, you know, you're you're taught that that stuff, you know, there's dark forces perhaps involved with that. And it Mm -hmm. may have nothing to do with God or the Bible, (laughs) but, uh, but I think it actually does have something to do with God and the Bible and how he created us. And, and yeah. there are those, we and we don't understand all of them. And, and some of them are taken, I think, out of context. And oh, 1,000%. Can, can spin out very, very quickly. And can be but, used poorly. Right, but the woman right. that I saw, she prayed beforehand, which was really cool. Oh, Yeah, I liked that. Well, and I think my generation is a little bit more open to the experimental stuff, a well, little bit more than yours, yeah. probably, right? I would say your generation's a little more opened up to a lot of things than <laughs> than I am sitting over here closed-minded southeast Missouri southern baptist boy. So thanks so much. That was a, a fun week. Yeah, boy, that was a long week too, wasn't it, Liz? Oh my god. Oh yeah, your whole 3 days that you were yeah, here. Whew, just really put in the work. I was off the first half of the week. I t- I texted Liz again. This is this is Friday morning, April 1st. I sent I know I know Liz gets up around 4:15 or 4:20. Yeah. And I sent her a text message and went, geez, can this week go on any longer? Just because I knew that I'd only been here for two days. So, uh, Have a great weekend, guys. Supposed to have some sunshine. However, you have accessed this podcast, Liz and Scotty's Potty. We thank you so much for searching it out. Yeah, it's really easy to find. Just search for Clear 99 On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can go to clear99.com and it's right there for you, too. So I do not have any grandkids yet, but I, I mean, this is something we've talked about recently because I have older children who at any point could actually give me grandchildren if they knew what I really wanted, but that's a whole different story. (laughs) Right. Different story. Um, Have you ever seen Steel Magnolias? Yes. Yes. Okay. I am determined that I will be called Weezer. Like, my daughter is determined that that's not going to happen. And I have started, like, telling great nieces and nephews to call me Weezer. And it is hilarious. Well, you know what? We hope that very, very soon there's a little baby running around calling you Weezer. That would be awesome. Have a good one, you guys. It's a clear country morning.